while the lovely book on how you can love unconditionally with your flaws and imperfections is on hold, <laughs> I continue to evaluate how to organize it with the additional information on attachment, particularly in the past year, I have a strong feeling of wanting to present something that allows me to integrate how it is for those of us who don't have this defective button. So for those of us who do not have a shame button in any way, shape or form, and I'm talking about any person who, like I, will not have felt this feeling of loneliness or fear when being rejected by our loved ones. And that is because there's plenty of stories. I, I don't plan on sharing them because I actually, psychologically speaking, understand that people don't have the maturity. That's the truth of it. There is egos all over the place they like to say they can but they don't if they could then they wouldn't take their uh, they wouldn't take things in an emotional way so it's really more that we know when somebody's lying to us because their body will tell us i i'm i'm, I'm unhappy i i'm sad that you're saying something like this so it's it isn't us trying to know them more than they know themselves it's that we read body language tone we just discussed this the nonverbal cues the same way they read our nonverbal cues and so when someone's telling me you're getting stiff i'm like yeah i am and i'll lurk lurk look and and learn from it and pay attention and and that's it i'm not going to try and hide my body's language because it's telling you what i'm feeling i'm okay with you knowing how i'm feeling and i'm okay because that's exactly where the imperfect person will not be like, oh my God, they can tell that my body is doing something. <laughs> what the hell, man? I mean, it's more of that's human nature for us to read body language. And then I'm going to tell you what I'm feeling and thinking. You don't want to believe me. I don't give two shits. I'm going to answer you however I want to. That's the part also of us knowing that if somebody consciously says, no, no, I'm good, but I can perceive that you are not good, then I'm going to use my gut, not your gut. So long story short, though, those of us who do not have a defective button, we don't actually react to people rejecting us as if, oh my God, now you've told me I'm unworthy. This word means zero. I've always very much disliked this word because it's a bullshit word and I can't even believe people will use it. And I had one person that I discussed with, and this was recent, two years ago maybe, they're a friend of a friend, and they consistently brought me to try and, like I did, like I was brought when I was a teenager, because people don't accept that some of us don't have conditions. They just don't want to accept it. And that's because they have their own shame cycle and they're already an adaptive child. Automatically, I'm going to choose to reorganize how I speak to you, which is why my divine masculine friend, spot on, of course they were like, huh, I think you're bullshitting, you know, and they got to know me, they got to see it's not a bullshit, it's a person who just genuinely sits and stands in compassion, so that's all, but 
that learned how to disengage from any type of conversation because most people, they don't want to hear what I have to say because they actually take offense without even knowing it because their human stuff is what they are and they don't recognize that my beliefs can be different from theirs and we can still pertain to the same family. We can still belong to each other as people. This is all emotional stuff that they do not even bother noticing about themselves because they're ignoring that inside they feel upset. They're saying, no, no, I'm not. Work on the emotion is what I'm trying to get to. They don't recognize they can work on the emotion. I know I can work. I always work on my emotion. What do you think happens when Kali comes into the mix on our episodes? I actually actively pay attention at a certain point and recalibrate. I recalibrate again and again and again. Why? Because I want to. Well, that's why. And I can. It's my body. (laughs) That's why. Why would I not? It makes no sense to me when somebody tells me it's hard. But then, I, like I said, I don't know the effectiveness button. I know imperfect button. And guess what? It ain't a button. It's a truth. I am imperfect and I'm okay with it. That's another truth. Which is why standing in my ventral vagal no is something that I learn to do again and again, 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 again. And will keep learning how to do. And when people have tried to make me feel ashamed for loving the way I love... They didn't do it on purpose because they don't know about their own shame button, their own defectiveness button, and they are ruled by it, and I am not because it isn't a button that actually would ever be turned on for something like that. The only time that button was actually turned on was when I realized that I'd been casting stones, and that's because a person who has no defectiveness button and knows we're all imperfect and unconsciously loves humanity as they are is a person who's going to be like, fuck, I just did the casting of the stones that I got taught by the man who loves Jesus. Thank you for existing, because that's who my reference is. How not to cast stone. Oh, and this thing called God, which is really the field of consciousness, also, by the way, said, you're a humble human being. Don't you go doing my job. I'm all-knowing, all-powerful. But see, here's the difference. A uh, non-defective person who's imperfect will not look at that entity as, oh my God, let me make sure I'm going to get the thumbs up. Let me. I want to be compassionate because, again, shame is actually where a person will have felt a lot of um, humiliation. And I do understand this. What I'm trying to say, though, is some of us, we don't have conditions and so when those people who did get humiliated start to get not nice with us because they doubt that we are actually good meaning loving and they try to get underneath our skin they try to instigate in many different ways (laughs) the one part that is beautiful is that I've been made aware of it thanks to the fact that I am who I am and those people that actually take ownership of themselves will come clean because that's what grown-ups do, meaning they actually are able to admit, I was wrong. I actually mislabeled because I did not believe. I did not trust and I, and I also like to instigate at times. So this is where true grown-ups know how to say, yeah, sometimes I'd like to create drama. Or like my adoptive child friend, sometimes I like to, not like to, when I see people happy and I'm suffering, I actually uh, try to make them suffer. They were not proud of that. They did not try to change it. It's too hard is their answer. So 
people will know what they're doing and why they're doing it. The grown-ups who grow out of it and don't do it anymore, so the ones who consistently learn to expand, they own up to it in a way that is nice, is what I'm trying to get at. And it's uh, something that isn't, um, humanly speaking, when I've been told stuff like that, the reality is it's twofold. And it's twofold because as a grown-up, uh, I don't have time to waste with people who want to basically not believe in humanity. It's just like 24 hours, man, you know. Uh, and it's really that it's a sad, sad story. The more I learn, the more it's just pure sad. I'm like, wow, that's just, I don't even know where to go. I don't know where to go because I try to be respectful. I choose not to use words that come in my brain right now because I actually try to disengage from saying things that I don't want to say about humanity since anyone can tap into their brain if they stop the uh, human suffering saga story that they've been sold. But, you know, I was a teenager. I wasn't sold it. And I was given Jesus and God, and I wasn't sold it, so much so that God knows exactly when I said, hey, don't you dare come tell me to kill anyone because I ain't doing that, and I think you were wrong, and here's why, and look, you confused all these people. <laughs> That's exactly as a teenager. That was probably my communion where I'm like, what the fuck? And then with psychology, knowing there is no evil God, uh, I don't know about these, again, people. They're using your name. They're using your son's name. They're doing all this horrible shit to each other. I don't understand. I just know that you're all-knowing, all-powerful, so I'm sure there's, oh, yeah, I remember, free will. <laughs> they get to choose what to do with their lives. So it's actually quite freeing as you move into the Enlightenment so age version of yourself, if you are somebody who will move in here, you'll understand what it means uh, in a way of 5D land, not 4D, please. Please, let's not go down that one or the 3D people for that matter. Um, the part about the 5D educators, I'm so excited. Oh, I was like, thank goodness. I had this sigh of relief once I realized what 5D was because until that day, I was still a bit like, ah, what is it going to be? You know, like, where are we going? Because the whole mysticism, holistic community, the ones who talk about us like robots and <clears throat> the quantum, all that is great. It's beautiful. But that's not what it means to be a human. You know, a human is, hey, what's up? You know, having fun together, which is something that people have not learned how to do. They have learned how to make up a lot of stories. So on that note, as I was saying, for the unconditionally loving uh, with flaws and imperfections, I have other plans I think on how I'm going to address it because the defectiveness button is the one that people who have it don't realize unless they want to and and we won't be again we meaning those who are 5DC in the Enlightenment Soul Age group uh, automatically we don't interact in any way shape or form to actively disrupt whatever story a person tells themselves Two, you can't do it even if you try, as I was trying to describe to you, because that's not how consciousness works. The self of any person will organize itself to the best, next best story and version that it can. So the 4D community are the ones who think of themselves as anointed ones or whatever it is that they want to use, because sometimes they don't consider themselves anointed. They just think they're fixing that which is not broken, unresolved trauma, shame is something that we now know how to explain. Thank you, attachment researchers. 
Thank you, mental health, good attachment researcher community and 5D educators. And as we move into that wealth of knowledge, which is already here, this is why we have the resistance of those who are trying to hold on to the social reality of the past, which has already began to dismantle the younger generation doesn't mean they don't have a defectiveness button. No, a lot of people are adaptive children and they have this shame that can be dissolved completely. When they do, they will get their pink tainted glasses. In the meantime, those of us who get to have finally, I'm so happy that I have dark glasses that can be added purely because I can navigate the territory of defectiveness a lot easier and not engage in any way, shape, or form because it's a waste of our time completely because people don't fight for themselves. <clears throat> in fact, they just learn how to shut up and not do anything with their time. And um, we don't like people that don't want to do anything because we are busy trying to bring a change to the world that allows future generations to be in their full state of consciousness. So those who want to use the stories, they have plenty of the leaders that use them. And that's where that's at. For unconditionally loving with flaws and imperfections, it's meant to be something that continues to support personal development. So that's where the attachment research and the different books that I've bought, I think, are going to support to create a dialogue that is more ideal, not only in presenting the love cycle people, but also in just presenting what it's like to tap into, just naturally speaking, one's own integration of the mind, one's own restorative embodied self, because that's what any person who can love themselves with flaws and imperfections will do. So when I was growing up, there are stories that I remember have an impact because of the emotional. So I can still, even if I wanted to sit here and think of them, I could put them all up in a, in a row and tell you about them. Like I said, I'm not planning on doing that. But the ones that are there, they all taught me. Uh, they all still teach me because there's still things that are in the making. Otherwise, I wouldn't have been able to get more of those dark glasses going, right? So here's the part of the 5D mystic who knows their oversoul. And we don't like when people actually manipulate. We are not going to bother trying to figure out what they're doing. We don't care. We're not going to be in our loved one's spaces or in any person's space. We're not in war. If I'm in war, I would be a soldier. I'm not, and I'm not at war with my loved ones. So the part about how people like to use their brain is up to them. Uh, we don't use our brain to try and figure out what your next move is going to be on how you're going to lie to me or mm, whatever it is you're doing. <laughs> this is the part where it's always made me laugh as a teenager. When when my teenage girlfriends would be talking about what their boys were doing or whatnot, I'm like, why why <laughs> why so much time in this space? There's nothing interesting that you're telling. You can just go ask ask them. Wait, what? No, they won't. You know, they won't tell you the truth. I would not be around someone if I had to consistently think if you're telling me the truth or not. In fact, this is where we don't ask. If you tell us the truth, good for you. You don't, good for you again. I don't care. Tell me whatever you want. <laughs> your, your lie is your lie, not mine. The dark tainted glasses help us to gauge exactly how much of our self to bring into the picture because, again, we pick up on nonverbal cues. So we're naturally going to be inclined to speak 
in a way that will have something more to share with the person that we're engaging with. And on that note, I love when I give tarot consultations because I am one who does not read 4D way. No, it's 5D and it's in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group. So this is where it's a completely different type of reading. You won't get karmics in any way, shape or form, not to mention, um, yeah, you won't get anything that allows your confirmation bias for your adaptive child to keep on leading the way. No, no, you're going to find grown-up talk, and that's basically you're the owner of your life. And here, let me break it down to you what opportunities and options. The energy speaks very loudly, but long story short, I love when I give consultation. I don't ask anything. Sometimes I say, you don't even need to tell me what you want to know <clears throat> because people are skeptics. They should be. This is a good thing. And as for me, because I'm not any anointed anything, I'm just a channel, I don't go in thinking I know anything. In fact, it always feels like I'm talking out of my ass. I have to be honest. I'm like, you know, I'm talking here. Are you engaged? I can stop. <laughs> you know, but no, no, no. So I keep talking. And uh, by the end of the consultations, and my, my mother teases me because she's the one who I allow to distribute sometimes that I do this. And... Um, the people that I know, I let them know, and I don't take money for that. Tarot, it's only if you're using it for personal development in the mentorship program that I would uh, integrate it with money because it's a service that is pursuing your personal development. But when it is people who ask questions about their own life, no, this is not something that I will accept. It's something that some of us can tap into and it's a uh, not a service it's basically sharing with the person what they already usually will be inclined to know and some type of guidance that can support them of course that's why free tarot different thing like on youtube right um teaching it you you're teaching that's you offering a service so you understand but i love when i see my tarot readers the community that does what they do and it's fair and square the ones who offer guidance the ones who create other types of content they're feeding information to a group of people that want that type of content and so there's a 4d bandwidth for a reason long story short when everyone usually leaves from consultation they're very much enamored with me and uh, with what i've shared and i'm like i didn't do anything so it's nice for me to know that I wasn't talking out of my ass is what I was trying to get to because that's how it feels. And what I was getting to before with the dark tainted glasses is that we get to disengage from doing that because when people don't want to get out of their own shame, defective buttons, they don't, period. And they won't. And what usually happens is as we speak from the heart, they will not be speaking from the heart. So when we uncover that loved ones, strategically speaking, like I said, it's honorable when they come clean because that shares with us that they're a grown-up. Essentially, that they're investing their time as a grown-up. I like you, and I want to continue being friends, and I'm going to be honest with you, and here's where I was very skeptic about this, 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 or that. However it comes out, it's a conversation usually, and it's a lot of fun, by the way. So when people have, this has happened, it's very nice. Uh, at the same time, there's part of you that will also be like, hmm, okay, 
that's again the way that we get to learn how to have dark tainted glasses because every time we will have engaged with people from our hearts we will not be hiding anything but we will be also picking up on their energy they help us to learn the energetic imprints of things because that's what a 5d c in the enlightenment soul age group person picks up on pick pick picks up on i paused and i don't know if i got the word out but we pick up on a feeling and i am going to use something so you remember there's one of my friends i taught i got taught one of my most important lessons in regards to humanity as a whole because you only need to encounter that energetic imprint once to know it to recognize it although every person has their story and here's the beauty when you are again an unconsciously loving human being with flaws and imperfections no defect no shame nope, none of that you're always a clean slate because no person's defective no person is broken no person has done anything that needs we are not in any way shape or form above any human being we are human you're human let's talk it out and that's how our hearts our hearts are in there pure and simply as a human who has no agenda and no this is being present for real this is the presence even daniel siegel when he says we attune in this way when you're in mind sight and mind sift and it's because you're aligning to your loved ones in front of you and you say oh you know what i can sense is this you know something going on here okay so we will always do that and that's something that you learn not to do and that's why i thank my lovely oversoul they don't give me quality control in a sense of me needing to learn how to be more of love i always have chosen that but they allow me to know how to ensure i don't share what i pick up on in an effort to avoid being in the uh, what is it crosshairs of an adaptive child charge state that begins to get upset for no other reason except for their defectiveness shame bubble comes up and now they're actually using it upon another human being for no other reason except for they have not noticed that their mannerisms and tone are unnecessary so there's plenty of them again we get to learn the energetic imprint because that's what we pick up on and in this scenario that i'm thinking about which i won't present all of it but i remember the the imprint and i remember learning okay so when people are afraid of rejection this is the clown tone and then i'll never forget when i fast forward many years after i had a conversation and it ended and my brain said huh and at a certain point that same energetic because it's a one it's like a little it's like one sound and it is a tone and it was by rewinding in my brain and repeating the sentence in the way that the sound was and i was like oh my fucking lord and i shouldn't use that word excuse me for anyone but i was like shit that that was that was that and i uncovered in a very specific way the clown face by the way and this is where it will differ when there's a defectiveness bubble button or if it's a shame with collapse submit or if it's a shame with a um, please appease or if it's a shame with attached cry so these defectiveness areas are one obviously it's that feeling at the heart that a person has that they're not facing they're not dissolving it 
So they're the ones who actually feel unworthy, they feel shame, they feel broken, they feel, but they will mask it with their safety behavior because the body's protecting you from yourself because you need to be the adult who's ready to see the emotion of your own defectiveness. And if you're not able to unconditionally love yourself with flaws and imperfections, well, guess what? You're not going to go there. So you create a story and you create something and that's where your consciousness is protecting you from your subconscious. And so you got a safety behavior that a person like me will basically not see in any way, shape, or form as a threat, not a threat. We will be seeing and trying to soothe and trying to help you feel safe in being your true self, which is going to instead agitate the insecurity if you're not able to recognize that you're insecure, not the other way around, and that you're feeling uncomfortable and that you're uncomfortable is coming forth in the interaction with another human being and so on and so forth. So when people will have shared with us in another case, as I was saying, that they actually actively, actively try to create drama because it's something they're used to or however it is they pose it, we get it. And that's where those energetic imprints are very clear as well. And the way that we'll feel when we uncover that we've been in situations, like I said, we will look to notice the energy and try to pinpoint it so that we can keep it as a reference point in the future. It's not always easy and we actually don't try to do it, meaning I don't apply myself. So the dark tainted glasses get added in time and either they work or they don't we're not going to hold back the unconditional love for our loved ones and just any person when we encounter them because we actually do know that we're all flawed and imperfect. So it's no big deal. If somebody wants to manipulate, gaslight, ghost, lie, cheat, hide, uh, create a whole fictitious story, you know, this is where we're very literal and that's something that people know once they get to understand. And some of us don't try to do differently some people they allow themselves to grow and become different in the sense of learning how to keep in mind the societal conditions and that's something that every person who has a love cycle will decide how to use it again i don't actually try to do any of it i just wing it and that's because i'm not building fake relationships i like very genuine passionate relationships and this is why i loved being able to have with a couple individuals that did come forth i was like wow this is fucking awesome i'm so appreciative of your grown-up manners and therefore you coming clean because this is the best thing that could ever happen when you have a person come clean i i have to say because you know you're not crazy so here's the part about gaslighting we might be we meaning the ones who have the mysticism because it's happened where people have accused me of things that are not true. But because we will know more than what we realize we know, we will be in spaces that we're not meant to be. This is why the dark tainted glasses are supporting us. The, the opposite is true for those who don't have any pink tainted glasses. But again, leaving that out. So we don't recognize that we're in a space that is not meant for us to be in, if you will, and it's just that we speak from the heart, live from the heart, 
breathe the heart <laughs> and the mind is simply a vehicle that enables us to give a linguistic to that so we are always connecting from that right mode first of all body to body and our mouth consequently goes from the self of the body of a person not their ego with the mind no their inner child their inner heart so whatever it is that is their pureness which is where the communication is just it's amazing but when you understand that the other end of the spectrum is not actually picking it up that way that they have dark tainted glasses this is why it all helps it all helps to balance out what is going to be much more effective for all people involved so it's nice when people do get to understand who you are and therefore come out with recognizing that their mechanisms aren't actually um, ideal it bums them out a little bit because obviously the passion for them in conversation is from drama land if you will our passion is different we do it from just heartland so we get into kali mode and not into shame with anger mode which is instead what the adaptive child does because trying to prove you're right is a fight body's response okay and you're going to start to get in the sympathetic nervous system which is in fact going to be agitated for the love cycle it's kali which still needs to be tempered and managed because otherwise you're still going to be your the nervous system just works in one way so they're still needing the person to add krishna lila and that's why shiva kali and krishna lila so i will use for example when i have the sensations of the lovely panic attacks which are not so lovely i still have not learned to dominate with krishna lila to get curious of the sensations I still go in with fear as the sensation arises and that doesn't support my limbic system to stay calm and my neurofeedback to say, hey, brainstem, calm down, okay? So here's why the way we work with our mindfulness, mind sight, and mind sifting is important. And just knowing that you are a constant communication within yourself. So if you can handle your own mind, this is the most optimal. And when you know that that three-layer brain is yours to handle, if you're physically healthy, all is good. The chemistry is driven by this nervous system and brain. That's why those who do us as objects basically talk about us like robots. But we're not robots. I will always add the meat element. We're humans. <laughs> so treat it like a human. But what I'm trying to get at is when we're around people who are in states of agitation from fight, we will pick it up, the sympathetic. So our body is then going to have to learn to self-regulate, disengage from whatever the others are in. And it's not hard. It's good practice, in fact. That's why the people that allow us to put into practice learning how to be around different types of mannerisms, it's a positive always. Although, I will say this, because we are not planning to be around obtuse, adaptive children, we we're not going to be engaging in uh, any type of situation like that the reality is we decide who our loved ones are based on if they accept us for who are who we are and if they help us to feel safe so if a person doesn't 
have me feel comfortable to be me and they make it unbearable for me to be me, I'm not going to want to be around them because I can't talk about my thoughts. I can't talk about my feelings. I can't be myself. I'm not going to want to be around you. I'm like a little boxed up thing. And that is something that, yeah, when we experience it, we understand what's happening. We just don't know how to say it, you know, because it basically just is. We are too different. And the differences aren't an issue for us, but apparently they're an issue for you. And I cannot be around you because I'm this and you don't like this and that's okay. So the ability to pay attention to our nervous system, as the lovely psychoeducators say, is what will let you in on a little fun fact if people are comfortable around you or not. And that's why our dark tainted glasses are good with our pink tainted glasses because we're always pink, but some people are not pink in any way, shape or form. So they might be using the pink tainted glasses in a way that isn't necessarily ideal. And that's not, again, a good or bad thing. It's just that they might have a whole different story going on. And uh, it's better to disengage from any story that doesn't involve pure enjoyment of each other as, you know, uh, friends, if you will, and loved ones and honesty. So being honest is very important. And people that hide behind their social lines don't know honesty. The adaptive children that don't become grown-ups, they don't know how to come clean. So they actually hide behind silence and they hide behind walls. They hide behind their own walls with themselves and they hide behind walls with people when they come up with stories and gaslight themselves or manipulate information, which, like I said, we will recognize it's not an enemy, it ain't evil, it's just a person who doesn't know, consciously speaking, that they have a defectiveness button called shame, that they're not in the adult version of themselves, but that they're in an adaptive child trying to prove their right trying to control another human being's thoughts, words, whatever's coming out of the mouth, making it all about their own self, however it is that they're twisting it, and furthermore, making false accusations of you're hurting me when I didn't hurt you or whatever. They're just, you know, in this battlefield and then withdrawing and basically claiming to be correct without any kind of conversation, by the way. So here's where it's, again, many different ways it will happen, but we don't actually fall for anything because we don't have a shame button or blame or fault or revenge button so when someone presents to us their case if you will a child we'll be like okay i see your case i am going to spell out the fallacies of your case and then i'm going to accept though that you've shared with me your case study and i will allow myself to stay within my own lane and, you know, I'll understand. So we, we are very good at understanding what those dark tainted glasses are saying to us. That's why we build up eventually the ability to see without even being told. <laughs> but it is thanks to the people that either have come clean or not, doesn't matter. But in the years of experience, I can say it is thanks to every single one of the people that I've met along my lifeline that I know what I know today and can share it the way I do. And the five educators are my best friends. They actually give me a way to talk to that makes me proud to 
share education for those who want to tap into their enlightenment soul atri particularly or at the very least into their 5d plane and that's something awesome and really it's just a person who knows we're all imperfect and flawed and the fact that somebody doesn't want to unconditionally love is not uh some big deal it's them not tapping into the ability to move towards their restorative embodied self and integrated mind and a version of themselves that would be very much more optimally living well-being versus the the opposite but um as i was trying to get to another story to share with you and now i i actually ah yes here it is so when i was describing the part about making points it reminds me of when in college i was given a lower grade and i was very much aware that it was because of the unconscious bias of my professor because of studying how brainwashing works in uh, politics basically and how i saw it even with tobacco and people they tell me it's not brainwashing but no that's brainwashing when you add a lot of emotion that is not positive and then uh, people follow it it's like with me and drugs yeah i was brainwashed but i'm okay with it too because i don't want to do drugs i don't think they're a benefit for my physical body when i look into the studies and what it reveals i was a smoker i don't know that it is not good for my lungs but i'm okay with what i chose so again we will find ways to accept those imperfections and say uh yeah but there's no need for you to exaggerate in any way, shape, or form. In fact, when I found out that they brainwashed with drugs, I was like, that's fucked up. When, I, when they did it with tobacco, every time I watch these commercials, I'm like, that's fucked up. You're, you're talking to me about disinformation on social media, but then you're doing this? Hmm, I don't know about you. Oh, let's remember that one social media, which is not even a documentary, that's fucked up. Yeah, that's called brainwashing again. And the fact that a gazillion people went offline after it, that, and those people calling sheep other people, hmm, let me think about that one. Uh, blind, the blind leading the blind, shall we? Shall we? Like, yeah. So what is nice about the 5D educators is that they are saying we need to stop treating people like they're dummies and we need to stop doing certain things thank goodness for the ones of us who do know how to treat people like actual grown-ups versus the ones who perpetuate no but the system wants to lie to you and they want to keep you down and all this other stuff so some people are going to go down that path and some people are not and that's where the difference between 5d versus 4d 3d is for sure and back to school this was whatever year it was in college and i'm like huh i i knew that my grade could have been higher because of how he graded the paper and i was comparing my paper to my colleague's paper who got a very good grade and i'm like you know that unconscious bias i'm pretty sure it's because of how i spoke of this topic that they didn't like it and you know what the brain does, right? When we have a us versus them group, yeah. Actually, they find that when you are in the midst of an opposite, so not your group, you will judge harsher if you're in court. Well, a paper and a grade is judgment. So if I'm spelling out things in a way that goes against your chosen group, guess what's not on? Oxytocin, good feel hormone, and you're going to be more harsh with me and that's not fair is it especially since i'm a student who's being graded and you should be an adult should you not but see here's where the adult this word to me means actual functional adult but it also means mindful mind sight 
integrated brain, a person who can tap into their infinite higher human consciousness potential. Apparently, this might be very challenging for people to do. Apparently, you're a professor. I would think you would know this, which is why I can't wait for them to create some way to gauge intrapersonal intelligence so that we can have intelligent intrapersonal people that know their actual self and complete their whole healing. They can keep using those words. The love cycle people know you're not broken, but we get it. We get it. I get it. Heartbreak got wrenched, torn apart. I understand the unresolved trauma body. I'm very compassionate. Thank goodness for Bezel Vanderkoek, Stephen Porges, Peter Levine, Janina Fisher, Julianne. Let me think. Pat Ogden, every single one of the good psychoeducators. I thank goodness that they are all there speaking their word. Daniel Siegel, I can't wait for more of their content to become popular and for every single one of the people on the face of this planet to know how accessible their higher intelligence is intrapersonal so that they may not, professors, lower grade me because you don't like how I posed a topic that is a research paper that your opinion does not matter, should not matter, and does not have any room in grading me. Now, this is a paper. People, this, they do it all the time, all the time, the defectiveness bubble people will actually take ownership of the love cycle people's lives, put us in their mouth, and we have to be, be putting up with it because they're the babies, not the other way around. It's actually just for peace. We, we don't want to have anything to do with those children that get all pissy, go and do drama with the drama land people, have fun, being babies. Please have fun being babies, but don't. <laughs> Our pink tainted glasses, they're not pink. I'm so happy I have dark painted glasses right now. And I'm so happy because I consistently, consistently have so many things to do in my 24 hours that I really do not have room for people who do not want to grow into pink tainted glasses. It's annoying as hell to meet people who present an entire facade and then turns out they don't hear the words they speak out of their mouth. Seriously, I don't even know how to, how to explain the consistent realization of how many human beings don't know who they are from the self of them, but that now I can understand it's because they do not lead with their heart. They lead with a heart that has a defectiveness, shame, heartbreak, gut wrench, torn apart, is very sensitive. They need help. And if they don't, they have their drama people circles. It's really great. Let them do that. And if they don't have drama, they have stories. Awesome. We will unconditionally love with our flaws and imperfections, but our 24 hours are very important to us so that we may spread the wealth of information to those who might want to live a good life from within themselves because they know it's possible not to have to live human suffering. They know it for sure. Not, not pretend. No, no. They know they don't have to be in human suffering because they know we use 100% of our brain. They don't do the myths. They know we don't use only left or right. We're not dominant one or the other. They know actual education, not, not hypotheses based on the science people who think their stuff is only truth. No, no, no. We have a buttload of different stereotypes over generalizations that don't speak truths and that people use in an effort to keep talking what is the masses and so yeah that's where the other soul age groups do masses because they're okay with being in 3d 4d land and other soul age group land and leave it alone because they're all doing their good justice to to fight the right cause and stay within their modulated embodied selves so let let us 
applaud them and hopefully they'll get to their wise self so that they can allow their body to get at least a little bit of rest and rejuvenation at some point in their journey towards adulthood, even older adulthood. The grade got fixed, not by accusing anyone, of course, because that would be completely stupid. As any other human being who thinks that actually facing an adaptive child and telling them what's what is smart, no. That's why compassion beyond reason, it shatters. It doesn't just shatter. What it does is actually make way to the truth without having done anything except for present the facts as they are. Hey, I noticed that I got this grade, but I noticed that you gave us these directives. And I noticed from your highlights that I've met every single one of the directives that you've presented to me. I also noticed here A, Y, Z, D, E, F, G. Hmm. Do you think, is there a reason that I don't know that I got this grade instead of this grade? And the person was like, uh, no, but I can't change your grade right now. It's already logged in. I'm like, okay, it's fine. I just thought I'd present this to you because, you know, from this grade to that grade, it makes a difference for my GPA. You know this. And honestly, I'm not really clear on why I got this grade in the first place since I proved everything you asked us to prove. But hey, thank you so much for listening to me, lovely professor. I go home. They write me. They change my grade. Now... Here's where when that happened again in another situation, uh, it was half and half. I'm going to say it this way because I'll admit the area that I was wrong in, but I know that they lowered my grade because they didn't like the type of research methodology that I chose because they told me, they told me this is not a good research. We want only quantitative, not qualitative. I'm like, they both exist. Why would they both exist if I need to pick one? Oh, data is more valuable. Really? Do you know that data is only if I have 20 people versus doing a philosophical, basically, on, on case study? Like, is, that's a bullshit equation. So again, when I met smart people, educators are like, no, actually, that's not true. This person told you something erroneous, meaning they gave you their own opinion on what methodology of research they prefer. But they're both equally valid within the research community of people who do research. So many biases that people don't admit, and they're all adults, and that's their defectiveness button leading their way with some adaptive child leading their way, and the grown-ups don't actually have anything to say except for let us back off and leave them alone to continue their lovely ignorance is bliss life, and for us to be blissful but with knowledge. Because see, here's the thing. When you do live a life that is from a love cycle, no matter whether it's pink or dark tainted glasses, we actually appreciate the ability to share moments with each other that build a future, a future that is going to lead others to have true well-being. And so it's something that upsets us when people not only will manipulate, look down, accuse, insult, ridicule and more than just that because believe me it gets very very tiresome to hear someone say either oh you're so good oh you don't have feelings oh you're an oddball oh you must be from some other planet there's so many ways that i will have heard over and over and over again ways people just don't accept that some of us unconditionally love with flaws and imperfections it's tiresome to the heart of a person who loves life and that's why we actually and are enriched <laughs> in very little ways. And it isn't with the people who don't know how to live life, no. 
we actually just learn how to allow ourselves to remember that life is shared because we have loved ones and that is a truth so our loved ones are beautiful they can do whatever they want with their states of consciousness just leave us alone to be our own states of consciousness and it's not tiresome in a way that actually brings you down it's just more of 5dc in the enlightenment soul age group and I use the sentence because it's specific and it's only a mystic that has a love cycle who will know what I'm talking about because when we feel that people are in their suffering, we actually feel it at the level of our heart. The, ha the, the having to put up with their facade, it takes a lot of emotional effort because they're actually using not only our time, they don't even allow us to be ourselves because they have to have us belong to their story and we don't like that we don't like that we have to be their story which is why we do learn how to speak up and thank goodness for bodies leading people away from those who do not have this little pity party every time some shit goes down that has nothing to do with anyone except for the fact that you don't learn how to be your own safe haven and safe base in your own body okay we learn how to speak up i started with saying i don't want to talk ill about humanity i love humanity they are not a problem and they're not limited i i don't agree with this sentence because i started to say enough i don't want to hear this shit all the time all people have to say about humanity is the same over and over and over again it's disgusting and it's not true to me it's the worst thing you could ever do you're talking bad about yourself this has been a belief of mine since i was a teenager I was just busy with college and stuff and growing into a grown-up. And thank goodness that I got to grow into the grown-up that I like being. Here, my future self, unconditionally loving with flaws and imperfections and being able to share with a community. Uh, some of us just love life, okay? You just have to accept it. And if you don't, we're so sorry. And you know what? When people have tried to provoke me, they realize themselves that they can't provoke someone who purely loves. They tried in many ways and the part like i said that i love is when the grown-ups can actually admit that they are wrong even though they don't say it that way because nobody's going to really say it that way but they basically state something along the lines of you have compassion even when you should not be you have tolerance even when you should not be you allow yourself to be treated in a certain way even if you should not be because of obviously them knowingly trying stuff out and in those moments the only thing that you gather is enough intel to know next time i'm in a situation like this i need to remember what i just got told and work with my breathing <laughs> and something more along the lines of let me learn to calm myself and get even more into a fun moment because i get to put into practice more love like see this is the beauty of <laughs> flaws and imperfections we all got them but they're not evil not even close to being evil i actually find it so humorous when i hear these people not my loved ones my loved ones are all fucking awesome i'm gonna say it. and all humanity is but some <laughs> the 4d people okay let me be specific the 4D, because 3D, 3D man, I feel for them. Their entire world is going down to the shithole and they just can't handle it. So I really feel for them. And 4D though, man, 4D, they've come up with the most amazing bullshit stuff 
ever and because i'm a mystic that's the only reason i can bask in this spectrum a little bit more <laughs> and and um yeah all i can say is when i've seen them do their little i can know what you're doing i'm like wow okay and then when i've seen others doing stuff I'm like oh that's so wrong that's gonna come bite bite you in the ass man it's gonna come get you because that's not what you're supposed to be doing with your intuitiveness. I'm so sorry you actually think that somehow you have the power. <laughs> you do not have the power and what you just did, totally wrong. And totally energy that's going to come back around. Because, you know, this is where there's an Italian saying as we close out. Let me see if I can find it enough time. I um, will try to translate it. This is actually in the Neapolitan dialect. And it is, um, what's the word? Wait. I'm going to pause so I can find the words. Resentment. Resentment is made like a cup, but they're talking about, uh, you know, like the cor corpupine, porcupine, the, the little cup that goes around that uh, you, it's uh, good luck sometimes for money. Uh, cornucopia. So like a, like a cup in that way. So it comes back around. It says who takes it personally will... Uh, will scattare means to like when you're pent up energy and it blows like the kettle that reaches its maximum point okay and and then in corpo means in your body so they're saying resentment is like a cup it just circles within you and it'll make you implode or explode or in the sense of you will feel it and when you look at the shame what is unfortunate and all trauma experts will let you in on the fact that our bodies look to bring trauma memory into normal memory. So every person's brain and body that can, and, and really that's where our innovative educators are learning how to support us to work with the brain structure, but it wants to move into integration. So the unresolved trauma wants to move back into normal memory because it's a memory. So your brain wants to be in its optimal form. That's what life always does, optimal form. Restorative embodied self too. So when people shove down through anger, this resentment, this revenge, this energy that is of pride that people think in the 4D plane is good. No, it is not. Or 3D or any plane that is ignorant to the fact that if you cannot unconditionally love with flaws and imperfections, yourself and others, that pent up energy is yours. You shoving it down doesn't make it go away. This is why ancients have all these wise sayings, science proves, and sometimes though it dispels also things. Okay, so the fact of the matter is that people who are open-minded learn how to grow up. People who are willing to live a better life for themselves will take note of their bodies and minds and know what inner well-being means. You would not want to have pent-up energy that way. The only people who stay in rumination cycles are the same who don't grow up. And that's 4D and 5. 5D is not that. 5D is oneness consciousness, but 4D uses 5D because they know about this, this, this dimension. They talk about it that they talk about it as light versus dark or good versus evil so they have a story there is no battle going on in the sphere of energy so 5d is a person who has an integrated mind and a restorative embodied self one it's a human being who's tapped into their adult self they don't use their adaptive child they don't use their pent-up emotions they don't use their mouth to be mean to each other but they uncover this shame and they dissolve it and they uncover this resentment they dissolve it so when someone can come clean as i was saying 
in a way of conversation because they're a grown-up of themselves. It's beautiful. The ones of us who see, we will not find it funny, but it's really because we're just so used to people sitting in these half-assed lenses, or at least this is my personal perspective i'm sharing with you for me it's like wow okay <laughs> so, but at the same time I, I would say i've reached the maximum of realizing how many people allow themselves to just sit in human suffering so it's a breath of fresh air when you find out finally there are people who are growing up great for them applause yay and let's keep on being unconditionally loving with flaws and imperfections those who will want to dissolve their shame buttons will those who won't won't and you know 4d can keep on thinking whatever they want about themselves as well as 3d and other soul age groups if they move into 5d they'll move into 5d educators smart people open a conversation not being in confirmation bias or cognitive dissonance people who are willing to have a laugh and more and to talk about where we're headed so looking forward to hearing your thoughts and experiences call on in or leave a message have a great day